Welcome to Tell It By Tuesday. We're excited to have you back for our His and Hers Perspective Series. We have invited our special guest, Montel Graves, and he's going to be talking with us, sharing his perspective, speaking for, quote unquote, all men on the topic. And this week, we'll be talking about code switching in the workplace. I am very curious about this topic. Is it behavioral? Is it talking? Excited to jump in and get Coach Kelly and Montel Graves' perspective on code switching. How does it serve us or does it serve us at all? So Montel, welcome. Thanks so much for having me once again. I'm excited to be here representing the opinions of yes, all men. That's what we do. Let's get it. (laughs) Hey there, Coach Kelly. Yes, I'm interested to learn a little bit about code switching because I don't know that I fully understand it. Great. So Montel, just for background as a host, I grew up with a lot of different cultures. My mother was in the military. And so I'm very curious about what is meant by the term code switching and what this this pseudonym for code, like what whose code is it? It's basically being a chameleon and being able to navigate the audience in front of you and, and shape shift a little bit. Uh, I think uh, for the layman, it's basically for Black folks to sound white. But I think Montel, I think is more than that. And more is more than just that. So, Coach Kelly, what are your thoughts on what Montel just said? I will say that I do temperament my approach based on the environment. So I'm not going to approach my parents the same way I would approach my friends or approach people at work. So I'm going to really abide by the code of conduct. We have code of conduct, whether it's written or otherwise, in society anyway, right? If we go into the library, the code of conduct is to be quiet. And so I can't say I do the switching to white voice. And so that's something that is, I'm not going to say new to me. I've heard it before. There's a movie on Netflix about it. So I know it's a real thing, but I don't think that I change up my voice. So I would like to understand that. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of blurred lines as well. It's not black and white. So I, Coach Kelly, so you might not have to code switch as hard as someone else. It's very blurred lines. So for instance, as a adolescence, I'm going to talk different around my friends than I do with my, around my parents. Obviously not going to swear around my parents, but I might not use slang or at least not as much slang around my parents. And depending when I talk to my mom, I might enunciate a little bit better. It's not the black and white thing per se, but there's a level of that chameleon. So I think in corporate America, you do that as well. If I'm in a upscale environment, I might talk to this person different than if I'm at the club when they play a Nelly or whatever. Uh, I might change how I approach someone. I might change how I speak um, in a corporate environment as well. You're definitely going to want to project intelligence. And I think people want to do that by pronouncing their words articulately, the, you know, as much as they can, as best they can. So I think there is some level of code switching in corporate America. So, Montel, do you feel like that expectation is more so for women versus men? Do you feel like you've witnessed women code switching in the workplace? I'm going to go backwards a little bit. And I think that in the Black community alone, if you isolate the Black community, I think a Black male will be accused of sounding white before a Black female will in our own culture. So now bring it to the corporate side, we're just used to having a a particular expectation on us to adapt to the environment around us, where 
I think women aren't made to have to adapt as much as men are made to have to adapt. And I know that that might not make total sense, but let me say it a different way. You say happy wife, happy life. I think most most men, especially married men, understand that. And women can be unapologetically themselves most times than not. So just to complete the point, I think a black male around white male baby boomers would have to code switch before a black female would. I hear you. You make some good points. And I'm interested to hear, Kelly, if she agrees that, that men have the burden more so than women. Because I know for myself, this expectation of us being I'll put air quotes. I used to get the the feedback approachable, approachable, approachable. And I feel like that goes all the way back to like, it's not my job to make you not be afraid of me, right? When you talk about being our authentic selves, I'm just curious, like, can we, can y'all, can men and women truly be authentic? I don't see a lot of Black men, unfortunately. So I agree with that. I see that more for a man to be a little bit more passive, to be more agreeable in the environment versus a woman. But then I also say to Montel's point, where we get a pass as a female being unapologetically ourselves, we also get stuck too. So there's a penalty that we still pay if we are truly in there being ourselves. But I, I think it's a code of conduct. And there's this movement around being authentic and coming to work authentic in your own self, which I don't fully believe that that's what we're being asked to do. Because <laughs> the code of conduct already puts us in a in a position of behaving in a certain way. Yeah, it, it kind of does go both ways. It's, it's kind of a conundrum. I'm going to say that there's, I don't want to say if glass ceiling is the best proper way to say it, but let me just throw this out there. But this is a little tangent. So look at, I'm just going to say three individuals. You have Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and Kamala Harris. So out of those three individuals, Kamala kind of gets a little bit of a pass for, you know, a little head nod and a little slang and twang here and there, where I don't think Barack would have got that pass, similar with, with Michelle. Like, so Michelle would get a little bit more of a pass than Barack would. So at the crux is the point, and this is for you and Coach Kelly Montel, is the point of code switching just to make other people comfortable to to appear to have assimilated? I think it's to make people more comfortable so that at the end, you can get what you need or want out of that relationship. Whether we're talking about trust building, respect building, value building, code switching will help where you can get something out of it of value that you want. Yeah, I feel like it's it's diplomacy. One of the strongest assets that that Barack had was his ability to be diplomatic. Mm -hmm. And I do think that that is something when we think about the politics of a situation in a working environment, the more you're diplomatic, the more you're calm under pressure, the more you're not reacting to every little thing someone says or does, the the better people see you. It's a little bit more than just code switching. It's also understanding the politics of a situation and being diplomatic. So it goes mm-hmm. even further, right? Especially when you look at someone as masterful as Barack and how he's mm-hmm. able to navigate relationships and bring people to the table that otherwise may not have come to the table before. And do we know really who he is as an authentic person? I don't know that we really do know Barack, 
right? I think we know him as the politician, but I don't, and to your point, I, I don't think that we really know him because he is so good at code switching. If mm-hmm. that's truly what he's doing. I mean, we, we would never know. <laughs> that's a, that's something right. we will never know. Right. And, and that's and very I, well said. Yeah. So I, I do think that it's, it, he took it, he takes it to a whole nother level. Yeah. I have this character attribute, we'll call it, where I want to be liked. I've always been that way since I can remember as a little kid. So I'm trying to think to myself right now, do I code switch to be liked or do I code switch to climb the corporate ladder to be continued? Well, I got to, I got to marinate on that. Yeah, that's some reflection. It sounds like you, you have something that's some homework, Montel. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious, like considering what you all just mentioned, it makes me wonder how do we know when we're dealing with the authentic person, right? Cause as we're building relationships to both of your points and you're being diplomatic, how do we know if who we see is, is if we're building trust with the, the actual person? I don't think that you do know in a work environment. I think that you know that person as a work colleague or work friend. And it's not really until you merge the environments together with professional and personal, will you ever really know that true person? Because everybody has sides to them, right? It's like you see this version of myself, right? If I'm at the club versus in the beauty shop versus in the gym or at work or at home or in a church, what like you're going to see different sides of a person because certain things are going to come out in certain environments. Can you ever really know someone truly authentically at all? You're not with someone, you know, 24 hours a day. So do you really know anyone authentically completely a hundred percent do you really ever know someone in that way right right that's a good point yeah i agree a hundred percent do you feel like it's an expectation for us to be successful in the workplace particularly in corporate america or that we're setting that parameter for ourselves so back to coach kelly's last point about people might handle themselves differently in in the corporate environment versus church versus at home versus out at the club that could still be the their authentic self just in different environments like when i'm upset with my kids versus when i am loving and happy with my children they're still both authentically me but i'm completely different so i think that just changing your accent isn't necessarily a bad thing or you're not being genuine to yourself but if you're being fake like you're agreeing with something that you really don't agree with an idea from a manager or colleague just to be likable now that's where there could be an internal conflict that i think that people should decide if it's worth it or not like that's that's non-negotiable. That compromises values, nothing like that. But I I feel like I heard a mix of things between you all's responses. And like that, to me, behaving differently for the environment, to me, does boil down to behavior. But when I circle back to what we started talking about, like what exactly is code switching? In my experience, it's, it's had a lot to do with my, my choice of words, language, the way I communicate, the tone, an example today would be I, I actually was coaching someone recently 
And one thing that I noticed was how softly the person was speaking and how low their voice was, almost to a whisper, and just the open body language. And the, the irony is I was talking to that person because there was some feedback in the past about them coming across as combative and aggressive. And I think what struck me was I questioned, is this truly how this person would communicate outside of work? There are times when society pushed that on us, reacting differently, especially when we see how driving Black can be mean life or death. Like those mm-hmm. things weigh heavy and those traumas that are happening will weigh on you over time and make you change your behaviors because you're trying to protect yourself or you're trying to protect your family or your livelihood or whatever it is that you feel like could be at a threat if someone sees you in the wrong way. So now we're going to be very meticulous, very thoughtful, very intentional about everything that we say, do, dress, how we are perceived because we do not want those things to come up and somehow take something away from us. So I do think it's both that we're imposing it, but then it's being imposed on us in in different situations. And so it just makes it very hard to really truly be yourself outside of your home and and even in some instances people coming into your home and then it's like wait I can't even be myself outside my house so I do think that there's a lot out there that is very much of an attack against anyone who is different and so because of that there is this tendency to dial it back a lot or dial it back a little to be able to manage within very different environments I always felt it was more of understanding your environment and behaving in that way that's appropriate for that environment. So that's obviously code switching. I thought code switching was really just having a different sound to your voice because I know some people that do that. Like you yep. don't even know that they're, that's them mm-hmm. talking on the phone because they say, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have heard some people, yes, like, hey, how are you today? Like, yes, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Manisha, who is this? Who answered mm-hmm. your phone? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, no, it's your girl. Hey, girl, what's up? Right. And it's just, you know, it's a completely different tone. Mm -hmm. Code switching really just feels like changing for your environment. And how much you change, I think, is where it's like, are you being true to yourself and doing that or not? And if you find that you're not, then perhaps that's, that's something that needs to change. But I do think that the corporate culture around showing up to work on your authentic self, I don't really believe that that's what they're asking they want your authentic politically correct subdued self (laughs) yeah i feel like it's like authentic self that that goes with the code of conduct and doesn't rattle any feathers how much can you really be yourself at work or anywhere especially nowadays well work is our is our means of survival so we need to get it right there (laughs) yeah yeah and, Mm and and realize that you know, the, based on what we perceive, those things can be limiters in terms of progression, too. I think you read your environment. But this this has been a, a, a deeply thought-provoking discussion. Thank you all for talking about code switching. As listeners, if you recognize that maybe you've been code switching and you want to do some self-reflection, then download this podcast. Learn more. Do some research. <laughs>